episode number 190 i'm your host aditya and along with me i have abhishek three months uh, we forgot to wish all of you guys happy new year and it's embarrassing that we are doing that in february has it been three months yeah we recorded one in november but we have a new listener though with our ever increasing community of more than 100 listeners that we might have we just added a lifetime supporter to the list <laughs> a lifetime member lifetime member to the list <laughs> who has no option he had no option <laughs> exactly you can place the speakers right in front of his ears and make him listen and we are talking about aditya the stage is all yours the yes. big news on indicast so one of the reasons that i have i mean there is no real good reason to not take so long to put out an episode but this time i've been really really busy because i just became a dad yes on the 25th of december of all all days and i've been trying to get used to having a baby the baby is trying to get used to having me around and right now my wife's not around in the house so i can actually sit and record this is going to be an interesting time from now on it is man it is you must be it thrilled is. Talk us through. I, this I mean, is un- we started recording back when we were right out of college. It is yet to sink in that you've just become a father. I know Prachiti, so I, I know she. Uh, I mean, I can imagine she, her. You know, she's she's ready. Ready. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, you. And you know, I'm I'm good at it actually. I'm actually good at doing all the daddy duties and all those sort of things. Because you know how I know that that you are not the only person who is surprised. Because every time people see me handle the kid, they're like. Hey, you know what? You're actually good with this thing. When you were 3 years old and when you would draw a very crappy design of and show it to your mom, your mom would say that is a masterpiece, Aditya. That, <laughs> it could not have been better, you know. <laughs> but but that's great. So you have good people around you who tell you that. <laughs> no, but this is good for you. I I actually think that I'm pretty good with it. No, that's awesome. The, the dude likes to stay awake in the night. 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. is like his peak play time. So I came up with the idea of actually putting in all the milk into a surgical glove and use one of the fingers as nipple because there is this whole theory about you know don't try to bottle feed him then he won't right. take breast milk there will be this confusion that confusion you don't want to confuse that little soul little mind so soon by giving him too many options yeah we, i mean we have lifetime to screw him up right with you as a dad karate black belt and a center forward in football the kid is going to have a hard time growing up man uh, with a, with a dad having a black belt one of the first things i checked after everyone had gone was the curve on his foot oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. and he has a good curve on his foot so i was happy someone i know on the internet posted his 3 day old baby's picture with the arsenal shirt on it so he decided what <laughs> he amazing great times ahead and hopefully we still will keep recording and we'll keep getting updates man little things that your son comes up with from time to time because every two months you will find yourself oh teri ye kya kar diya yaar is nahi yeah he started giggling now for no reason he just giggles which is fun to watch it's great i just wish that i would have had google glass 
because when he actually does all this he's in your hands you can't take pictures at that point anyways you can't take pictures because these are such fleeting moments that there is no way that you can capture these i think It, there are I'm baby sorry. cameras somebody told me over the pram or stuff like that you yeah, have yeah we, we have baby monitors as in the sound ones baby take is pretty high tech there are actually prams in india which are worth like 35000 rupees they actually don't make a lot of sense in india because they are designed for cold countries right so there are things in it like on the pram outside there is a temperature display of the temperature inside the pram and the indian equivalent is that traditional bai in maharashtrian families who comes home carries oh, a baby and massages the baby i saw that happen to my younger sister when i was 5 when she was just born and i thought wow this is the best time of the life when it you is. get a full body massage every day it, every day and it and the baby doesn't cry or doesn't i mean she will cry in all the relatives hands but she'll be at peace with that baby <laughs> life is good life is busy but it's good uh, learning new things every day i too am as excited about something that's happened in my life can uh, i share oh, that yeah surprise surprise me I've got MTNL's two Mbps connection from yesterday. Oh, <laughs> Life doesn't get better than that right now, boy. <laughs> I had a five one two Kbps Airtel connection. You were on five one two Kbps all this time. Yeah, yeah, I was on five one two Kbps all the while. So this two Mbps world might be like a whole new internet experience for you. Yeah. Good for you. Abhishek has a lot of catching up to do in terms of experience. Technology. And, and all this thing and other and things and also too. in life <laughs> otherwise right you got to get married abhishek you got to have kids it will be on a fast track once that happens so i know i like, just yeah, have this feeling yeah yeah i just have this feeling that you know damn you're going to run away go to bandra court get married because you have already impregnated the woman we will talk about it when that happens <laughs> because i remember the podcast i know we are just we are we are talking about ourselves here and it's been a while in this podcast too, but i remember when you got married the indicast headline said wedding bells at indicast and i said an encore will happen and then happens, <laughs> it's going to be part 2 and we will see when that happens in a year two or 10 but <laughs> inshallah whenever that happens oh yes oh yes absolutely so in the meantime let's head on to the topics that we have at hand on multiple occasions when we tried to record we were going to talk about the delhi government and the massive victory that aap had the aam aadmi party however that all came to an end yesterday very abruptly when kejriwal decided to resign and his entire cabinet resigned along with him he wrote a letter to the lg lieutenant governor najib jang saying just dissolve the ministry we are all resigning right now the reason cited was because the janalokpal bill that was tabled in the vidhan sabha of delhi was rejected by congress and bjp and that's why he resigned there was a vote taken on the introduction of the bill we got to be very careful and of the introduction of the bill and it was voted down by 40 is to 27 and hence he resigned fresh elections should be held is what he says and he held up the copy of his resignation letter outside his window and that's the picture which is out there in the papers today and online too just a brief history we spoke about kejriwal two years back when he was with anna hazare doing all those murchas and dharnas and fasts at jantar mantar and two years later a big turnaround his party aam aadmi party won 28 out of the 70 seats and that was quite a miracle in that nobody has had that kind of a steep rise in indian politics in the recent past sachin pilot who's from congress he said that the emergence of aap in delhi's quote uh, unquote 
absolutely astonishing and i've never seen anything like this before and we got to get used to the common man rising up the ranks now my question to you is why would he throw all of this away because one of the things that he thought should have gotten done did not because once he does that he puts himself outside the political system back again that wasn't why he went there in the first place or is it we are too naive he might just get a better deal and that he puts his money where his mouth is and he's one of those politicians who's not among the crowd so a couple of things right i mean he always seemed to be in a hurry even after becoming a cm to get everything done which nobody actually understood why this much hurry there were a lot of controversies that his government got into 49 days is how long his government lasted but 15 days after taking charge delhi government ka wo basically the media was all over him when he came to the defense of his law minister over the midnight raid that happened and all those sort of things now why would he give up all these things it's very surprising because he had made around 80 promises so he could have very well said that okay janal lokpal bill is something that is very big i will do that but there are 69 other things or 79 other things which i can still deliver but it was chosen not to do and it all seems like he was right from the beginning it is also said that he has larger ambitions now of becoming the pm and contesting the lok sabha elections and he wouldn't have been able to do that if he was still the cm in delhi so this this you're talking about pm for the coming elections coming elections and that's why again seems to be in a lot of hurry he has already said this in the interviews is that congress is out for sure aam aadmi is being looked at as an option as an alternative to bjp in center so there are a whole lot of questions coming up is why did he do this he's supposed to be an intelligent guy because nobody wins these elections without having this basic understanding of what should be done but again everyone also says that he's a very intelligent guy he's a very cunning and shrewd politician and he has his eyes set on the on the picture now is he learning can you pass that on to a bureaucrat becoming a politician within no time is trying to figure out how to be a politician and he doesn't want to be like the rest in any case and he that has been his positioning for example you know he he said aam aadmi party will field 73 candidates in the upcoming lok sabha elections because he figured out that there are 73 corrupt politicians with serious criminal charges and aam aadmi party guys will go against them to topple them so their positioning is it's like thumbs up and pepsi they drink this because not because i am good but because the other one is crap so that's been their their stand and for that you need to be aggressive so that's a good good strategy right but however at the same time when you take what happened yesterday it seems very counterintuitive right on one hand he is being very smart on the other hand he introduced a bill that he knew there was no way of it actually making it in the assembly why do it that is why they are saying that he did that because he wanted a way out does that mean that he was never interested in governing delhi but that's not what he said he filed just the day before he also filed an fir against ambani and moili and all those things for price fixing so why did it do that so all these all these are theatrics we should follow this news closely absolutely his party plans to contest 350 of the 543 seats is what i read on writers in the lok sabha elections the number has gone up pretty significantly yeah, yeah. from 73 to 350 yes but the whole thing remains is that has the past 49 days hurt the credibility of aam aadmi party of their intentions i mean what do they stand for now because they finally turned out to be just like anyone else 
but he's thrown people into confusion like you and me we are not talking authoritatively on the subject and you are quite keen in politics as the, as a common man and you have your opinions i don't see your opinion to be uh, it it's shrouded so he's thrown everyone in confusion we might just see modi and uh, aam aadmi party take on each other with congress rahul gandhi about whom we haven't spoken this is the first time that rahul gandhi and congress will be sitting back and saying all right the next elections is done and busted we are out let's just try and pick up the pieces and go forward for the next one or are we being too uh, what's that word man are we being too are we are we are we writing them off, off too soon yeah soon? oh so, thank god this is not live i i think yeah yeah ravi shastri came to the head so <laughs> let's not write them off too soon exactly they still can do it he typically says that so what do you, what do you think you think they're out yeah from popular opinion and from even somebody who doesn't follow politics so closely i think they have as much a chance as zimbabwe has beating australia in test cricket i mean it has to be a miracle or an upset which won't happen because of all the campaigning and whatever modi has been up to i was in chennai a couple of days back and modi was to visit jayalalitha there the city was filled with posters with uh, modi on it and the line was our next prime minister he's <laughs> yes our future prime minister but it is very evident it, it is seems very so. evident it seems so good or bad big debate there but yeah it, why would you not want to give this guy a chance now after 8 years of congress at the helm and rahul gandhi braved himself the other day by putting himself on the hot seat with uh, arnab goswami on prime time i was told that indian television doesn't broadcast public lynching and all those things but <laughs> the rahul gandhi interview was just that i saw it live and it was sad my heart goes out to him and the way the interview was going and by, by the way this interview right since 2004 when rahul gandhi first got elected as mp he has addressed a lot of public campaigns has attended conferences delivered those speeches etc but first time this was a one on one face to face interview with a significant press outlet and everything came out you know modi 1984 riots his schooling records came under scrutiny and he gave a lot of very interesting answers that's another way of saying embarrassed answers but very interesting answers yeah many people said that he spoke like an answering machine he was dull he didn't seem to have the iq interesting answers referred to himself in third person that you need to know what rahul gandhi is etc but there was one foreign journalist who wrote this tweet saying that rahul gandhi did not sound like a politician in that one hour which i agree with and he says that we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing we will know soon you told me the other day that you know they should have had at least a mock interview before going on live on tv that is rahul gandhi's people should have or could have prepared him and which did not seem like because in cricket you have this well left you just leave controversial questions if you are a good politician he did not one or two times he said that you are not asking me the right questions which is which is a stupid thing to do in any interview whether it's a job interview or even getting your kid admitted into a school so he clearly wasn't trained or maybe that was a ploy his pr people would have told him disassociate yourself from the congress you are your own man go there make a fool out of yourself as long as you seem genuine naive innocent and he did seem all of that but you would not hate him because he was evasive i didn't see the whole thing i saw 20 minutes highlights and it wasn't encouraging at all but he didn't sound like a politician which i agree with he didn't he didn't sound like a politician right who is being looked at as a pm candidate what he sounded like was i might be overdoing it but a 10 year old kid who has no idea about what he's talking it sounded like he was having a college debate maybe this is a good time he'll have 4 years to set that right 
no here's the deal right i mean if that is the case right the only question that i ask is if he can't answer or talk his way out of an interview with a press outlet how is he going to fare when it comes to negotiations with china with pakistan when us presidents come over for trade talks and all those things what is going to happen at that point and i know that all the hard work is done by our bureaucrats and they probably do all the signing but there is finally at the end of the day this guy has the signing authority he came out as immature he didn't come out as stupid or anything like that he came out as immature inexperienced and repetitive in this election at least he was going against a seasoned politician it is very difficult for me to understand that this was a complete strategy to make him look like that so they are not that smart and neither are they that stupid so it's that no. so it, it must have been yeah that's the real rahul gandhi that we saw you're saying otherwise he's a brilliant actor and he should move to bollywood right away because a few of the gotchas that he had that arnab had for him where he was completely dumbfounded he had no responses i am not a great fan of arnab goswami i have not seen any of his debates since he started screaming at the guests but he is one shrewd interviewer i think he did a great job oh yeah the 20 minutes that i saw he didn't badger away but in a tone which is alien to arnab goswami because he was he was quite assertive polite and he would come back with the same question if he didn't get the answer to the question that he had asked after a 3 minute monologue from rahul gandhi and he would pose that question in a different way again so that it's mildly entertaining to the audience too because the only part that was fun was arnab goswami in the whole thing yeah for example right one of the questions that arnab asked is are you avoiding a direct face off with narendra modi you must answer that was arnab's question and rahul's response was to understand that question you have to understand a little bit about who rahul gandhi is and what rahul gandhi's circumstances have been and if you delve into that you will get an answer to the question of what rahul gandhi is scared of and what he is not scared of the real question is what am i doing sitting here you are a journalist when you were small you must have said to yourself i want to do something you decided to become a journalist at some point why did you do that so he starts asking arnab goswami a question so it was all very vague to a question about the wholesale price index of food has risen by 157% vegetables by 350% onions by 521% to that rahul gandhi's response was women are the backbone of this country and women need to be empowered blah 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 and he went on to that the word empowerment has become the catchphrase in my office everywhere and what has happened after that is that whenever on conference calls right mm. whenever you don't have uh, responses to what the other guy is asking for in our office it's called a rahul gandhi moment <laughs> no it's like if you if you don't have anything we talk about women empowerment and transparency bring in transparency <laughs> and all this sort of thing and bring in more youth there are so many instances what would happen if this were in the us if a politician was quizzed by a journalist in the us and he was running for president what would happen to him it's the end of his political career right it's gone i mean we have seen people been thrown out of us politics for a lot less howard dean he just got left out for being too excited he just came out as too excited on television what do you mean he screamed a bit or something like that when he was happy and that didn't look good that didn't look good and the press was like is this the guy who we want as our president again that is also a bit too much at the end of the day if he was forced into it he could have very well prepared for it 
that Miss Indias are prepared better than what he appeared to be. Did he have one of those blackout moments during the interview? We don't know, but he didn't come out as someone being too smart or intelligent in that interview because intelligent and smart, they are completely different, right? There's one thing though. Tell me, I learned this word recently, schadenfreude. I thought it was quite an interesting one. It comes from the two German words, Schaden and Freude, that is damage and joy. Wherein, when a very famous personality fails, we take spiteful delight in his misfortune. And scientists have actually shown on brain scans in what is called the dorsal striatum of the brain. There is this little chemical that is released where people feel really excited and feel happy when someone like Rahul Gandhi falls. Or an Arvind Kejriwal rises and you don't like that. Could that also be the reason why there is this mass hysteria about hating Rahul Gandhi? Were people happy? Yes, they were happy, right? Because a couple of reasons that I can think of is because here is a guy who had not done anything significant to have directly become the PM choice, right? It was purely because he comes from a same family. These were the questions that people were raising, but nobody wanted to listen. And now here he has gone out himself and done something himself that basically we rest our case that this guy is not the leader. Tendulkar got off to a start in the international career with two ducks in ODIs and then he became what he was. Who knows, you know, if there is a miracle waiting to happen with Rahul Gandhi and you would be like, oh man, he is not even a shadow of his former self. It will have to be fixed. Now the interview will have to be fixed up, completely fixed up. And a news channel can get paid a lot of money. Anyways, we have spent a lot of time talking about this guy. So let's run through the other ones that we have also when we come to sports. The sports winter Olympics is going on. There are two athletes, three athletes or two athletes participating from India. Three. And one of them was in the luge. He's out to two of them. are. So there are three. Let me get that right. There are three, but all three initially competed under the Olympic flag because India was debarred by the Olympic Association. Later, when one of them was already eliminated from the sport, we were given a clean chit and the athletes will have the opportunity to hold Indian flag while in the closing ceremony. So there are three. There are three. Um, See, so I that's... answered like Rahul Gandhi did. Your question was, <laughs> how many... How many? The answer could have been one, two, three or five, whatever. But I chose to bring in something else altogether. This was a Rahul Gandhi moment. Rahul Gandhi moment. But let's not make jokes about Rahul Gandhi because that's not who Abhishek Kumar is. For that, you need to understand who Abhishek Kumar is and (laughs) what Abhishek Kumar's circumstances were when he was in school. So let's not make jokes about Rahul Gandhi. All right. Let's talk about Olympics and Kalmadi. And that's... The other thing that happened in um, sports is IPL is coming up, dude. Yuvraj had a bumper day. He must have had a very good Valentine's gift, a very big Valentine gift for whoever. He was the most expensive player, 14 crores, 2.33 million. And after that, Karthik, Dinesh Karthik, yeah. 12.5 crores. Amazing, right? Can't explain this, can you? Peterson, Kevin Peterson is far lesser than a Dinesh Karthik. Yep, Sevag almost went unsold. Final Kings 11 Punjab bid at the last moment, very last moment. I think he'll come all guns blazing. I know. The ego is hurt now. I hope he does. Big news down in England. Look what one series can do. I know it's been a while since the Ashes have been done and dusted. 5-0. We haven't spoken about it. England lost 5-0 to Australia, right? Graham Swan retired. 
Jonathan Trott went home due to mental illness. Kevin Peterson has been sacked from all forms of the game. Andy Flower has stepped down. There are talks that Alistair Cook will not be captaining the side in One Day International. The whole England team has been in disarray and that's what one series can do. And to think of it that they beat India in India. Yes, and that was uh, about 13 months ago. Just yeah. over a year back. Yeah. And the biggest calendar event in cricket is right now going on in South Africa. Australia is playing South Africa there and Johnson, Mitchell Johnson just took seven wickets yesterday. These are the two best teams out there. So, uh, some good cricket going on. India is playing New Zealand too. And just when you want Ishan Sharma to be dropped, he comes back and takes six wickets in the first test match. Another six in the second test match. Uh, he's got a bowling average of 37. He's been around in the team for so many years and he's only taken 150-odd wickets. But, yeah, he's going to play for a while now. Good for Go him. Confirms at the it's right moment. I think. Career best. Yesterday, he, he picked career, career best. best. Six for fifty odd. Good for him. So that's about it. We hopefully will record another one in the coming weeks and have one out. Go log on to www.theindicast.com to check out other podcasts that we have been doing. Abhishek has been recording a few with uh, a few notable people. Who was the last person on your podcast, Abhishek? That was Gary Baz. He's the author of a book, a brilliant book called The Blood Telegram which talks about Bangladesh partition and how Henry Kissinger and Nixon sponsored the whole thing by providing arms and ammunition to West Pakistan, which bombed the hell out of East Pakistan, and how we had about 10 million refugees storming into West Bengal and how Indira Gandhi, Sam Manikshaw and all of those stormed into East Pakistan and gave Bangladesh the independence in 14 days. Brilliant book and very depressing too. The podcast will be out in a day. There you go. So you have that one as well. Log on to www.theindicast.com to get access to other podcasts as well. We are on Twitter at Indicast. Like us on our Facebook page also. We'll be posting this URL on Facebook. You can listen to it right there and comment. That's about it. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.